On July 22, 2022, Jeremy Pauly, age 40, was arrested. His charges were abuse of a corpse, receiving stolen property, and dealing in the proceeds of unlawful activity. He received human body parts using Facebook Messenger. So, Paul, what do you think of this guy? Wait, what? This guy? Yes. What's his name? Jeremy Podunk or something? Polly. Polly. Yeah, Jeremy Polly. The only reason why this case, I think, this jumped out at me the most is the simple fact that he got the body parts from a lady in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, UAMS is our medical school, and Little Rock um, has luckily gets bodies sometimes donated for the medical students and nursing students there. And whenever they're finished with the body parts using from school, they usually send them to this mortuary in central Arkansas to have them cremated. Well, I guess this lady, for whatever reason, Candace decided that she just wanted to mail these body parts to Mr. Pauly in Pennsylvania. She, but she used the U.S. Postal Service. Yes. Now she, she, she sent three five-gallon buckets, like paint buckets, like the crap that you, you know, just paint buckets. I guess it's equivalently out of, of, of five-gallon buckets of just parts. But what I don't understand is like, okay, you go to the post office anyways, and it's usually a long line, and you got to pick your box or you bring a box. How do you... How do you mail that? And they ask you all these questions like, do you have hazardous materials and do you have this and this and this and this? I mean, obviously she flat out, I guess, would lie and be like, oh, this is none of that stuff. I mean, how do you how do you do that? I mean, how do you not smell? Well, those things are sealed, man. But it's paint. You can't let paint seep out. I don't know if she necessarily put it in a gallon bucket, but all the reports I've got saying she mailed it to him. So I guess I have this vision of this woman putting these Parts and Tupperware and sealing it up and mailing it to Pennsylvania. <laughs> More I mean, than likely, they were, I, I suspect that they were in bags. But still, bags leak. Mark, marked with, you know, the UAMS. I don't think she barked the UAMS off. because. Well, I no, would, she probably just took them and threw them in there. Well, she's part care. of the mortuary, so I would just assume, you know, she wants, she's going to get four. Yeah, now, let's be so clear, it's not UAMS. It, no, it no, no, it's not UAMS. She works for the mortuary that cremates them. What and was it? Central? What was Arkansas Central Mortuary yeah. in Little Rock? But what I don't understand is how do you mail those? How do you mail those without? Well, you can mail anything. I mean, you can mail technically anything. And I was looking. You're not supposed to. No, I was looking at the postal services stuff about like what could you mail, and they have directions for everything from like dead wild animals to warm-blooded animals to bees to medication to hazardous materials to there was really nothing specific even blood products you and can't stuff mail like that. radio radioactive stuff though well then how does a hospital get like their you told me that yesterday they probably get it mailed in some specific type packaging because they have to we don't arkansas doesn't exactly have like you know a plant that uses their contrast up the road i'm sure it has to be mailed to them somehow jim bob's record service he just happens to have an mri that's very scary in so many ways. <laughs> but, I mean, it was kind of interesting to say that, but there's no specific thing that I could find in there that says, if you're going to marry, a, uh, marry if you're going to uh, ship a heart, here's what, here's the directions on how to ship a heart. So I would love to, like, if there's anybody postal service out there that's, like, more studious to understanding some of this stuff, is anybody go on the website, it's like, 
Section 5.5A says this. Welcome to government bureaucracy at its best, the U.S. Postal Service, which is probably why that they lose money every single time you mail an envelope. But this guy, though, that received them, he supposedly he's a collector of oddities. Okay, and I'm thinking oddities. Well, I like true crime podcasts. And a lot of that has oddities that go with it. But I'm not one to like have like 20 human skulls and three full skeletons in my house, which is which what he, he does, has, which he does. Because we went to this, uh, I guess, Andrea, you went to the his websites and stuff well, and did a little research on him. What is this guy? I mean, is it? He's part of something called, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Grand Wonder Kamer. And the website was really actually interesting. It's kind of like a... Um, a group of people that put together festivals around Pennsylvania surrounding areas for like um, ghost tours or paintings or kind of a little bit of the macabre stuff, but not like saying, hey, we're going to have live body parts here. Come look and touch. It's come look and touch. You know, it, not it, like that. No. OK, that would be scary. But, but, you know, I mean, there's people that are into that, I guess. To each their own. I mean, <laughs> if, if you're really into that, I'm happy for you and stuff. I'm but not. My question is, is okay, he's really into that. But another thing interesting about this guy is I found out that he likes to do blood paintings. It's just, that's not hygienic. No, that's not hygienic. And, uh, you know, also in this Wonder Cayman thing, it talked about how they have a phlebotomist on site that would, in one of their little festivals, they'll draw your blood and have some sort of gift for your loved one. I mean, to each their own, but not my cup of tea, but... You know, hey, I mean, welcome to America. You can get Here's away. Here's your gift. It's a painting of me in my own blood. Welcome to the HIV support group. Oh, my gosh. But he's got what? like picture or paintings in the uh, Memento Mori Museum. He's a director and creator of that. He has like I a, bet you that little museum. Sorry, it's not even a museum. It's probably in his in his house. Maybe, but let's see here. Um, he has like a picture. He's drawn pictures of like various serial killers and blood paintings. He even has some of his paintings that is shown up in a, um, I guess you could say, kind of a dead macabre museum in New Orleans. Yeah, but those, again, those museums are, if you've never been to those, some of those places are literally a hole in the wall. And it's like a 10 by 10 room or not even that like an eight by 15 room that has a storefront and just because they call themselves a museum doesn't mean it's something that everybody and their dog wants to go see although it could be just the opposite because there are some big ones but yeah i don't know i don't know people are interested in some really weird stuff man but he's got okay in the museum of death in new orleans he has jeffrey dahmer ted bunny paintings and he has a picture a painting of marie antoinette in the gettysburg dime museum and supposedly on some of the stuff. Now, the Gettysburg Dime Museum might be something bigger, but I don't know. We need to figure it. We probably should research those places a little bit just to see if they're actually anything that's real or just some dude's got a closet. Hey, here's the museum. And back here, back here in the back. Don't excuse the shirts. I needed some extra space. You know, he just got it in his closet in the back of the house. But, <laughs> I mean, I guess my question is, is where are you getting the blood from? Are you like... Well, the phlebotomists on site, they draw your blood and then they draw it. Well, this was for something totally different. Like, he's doing his, like, it said in the article I was reading that he got his blood from various friends and things like that that would donate. And then, you know, he got it from his wife. But then I read other sources he's divorced. And <laughs> so, I mean, to each... He got their- it from his wife. Has anybody seen the wife? 
I wonder how she's dealing with all this. Well, it's, you missed that one all the, all day long. He got his his wife ex his wife donated her blood, but now she's the ex wife. Has anyone seen her since? They got oh my divorce? gosh! Stop. What? She's not the body parts. I would hope she's not the body parts in there. But this guy. This is my ex wife, Jill. You can tell by brains. the shape of her skull. Yeah, really. But another thing about this thing is, you know, he four thousand dollars of organs and skin. Well, a human head nets you 800 bucks. What are you going to do with it? Well, it's, I don't know. But what disturbs me is, I, I, this is my point. The people who thought they were donating their, more than likely, they got, they thought they were donating either their body or their um, family member's body to science. So they send it to the UAMS where they charge wannabe doctors a bunch of money to cut into this corpse that they got for free, which kind of annoys me. They should be paying the people who donated the families, you know, pay whatever. I guess it's in trade because they pay for it to be cremated. But and and they expected all this is for science. This is to train a new doctor. And now their skull is hanging on the wall of some idiot who thinks he's Billy Badass that bought this $800 skull and he's just, he, he can barely talk to anybody on the street. And there they are for the rest of eternity now hung on some idiot's wall. And that person who died, I'm pretty sure, didn't want that. I would put money on it. Probably not. I mean, I One think. One out of 10 maybe been like, I guess, But I you know, know, I mean, the lady uh, that I was, selling these to this guy number one it's facebook messenger okay what are you like on facebook you know they have like facebook marketplace and stuff like that under what area of marketplace are you saying i'm selling a human well they heart. didn't say marketplace did but they? how else how are you going to market maybe on she messenger message she maybe she's i've been always playing devil's advocates for this type of kind of stuff maybe she's like hey i got some body parts you want it and he's like sure what you got maybe but what gets me is he paid her four grand it said in all the reports, anonymous tip, anonymous tip. So I'm thinking one of her friends or one of his friends could be. I mean, think about it. If you're like a mortuary worker working with this lady and you're starting that she's making some money on the side doing something that's considered, you know, probably totally Leaving inappropriate. Leaving the door unlocked for Mr. Jones, the high school principal who has a weird fetish for dead feet. Oh, God. That's, I guess. that's actually a thing that's been there's a few people that have been arrested and put in jail for exactly that man some weird <laughs> things out there but you know or it could be the gentleman here mr polly maybe his neighbor sees some weird packaging maybe it's a u.s postal service guy who has to deliver the package it's like this package is a little stinky what is in here it's it's sloshing around i'm not sure what it is i just totally <laughs> baffles me but you know, poor UAMS is like apologized, you know, and said how awful they feel and things like that. And it's our medical school in Arkansas. And it kind of hits close to home because it makes you wonder for me yeah. what I, else is going on in this world that people have just not gotten caught. And I know people are laughing and thinking, well, welcome to the world of true crime and serial killers and everybody's yeah. nuts and this, that, and the other. But it's like body parts. I mean, I looked up. They have a child's mandible in there. Yeah, come on. You got to have, good. you got to have some Don't sort of morality there well, of the a person child. who has no morality is not maybe this jeremy dude has morality he's just interested in this kind of stuff because you told me when we were talking about this earlier that 
we used to do this kind of stuff all the time and not until like the last hundred years that we stopped doing it. Yeah. Like I was reading something about, um, Edinburgh and Scotland. Um, you know, it was the seat back in Victorian era of medical education. Yeah. And, you know, they no had, wonder nobody could get anything right back then. I mean, you, you try to understand a Scotsman. He's got a little bit of excitement in behind him. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. But they used to have the bodies donated to medical schools had to be convicts. So. Well, no, it had to be executed criminals. Executed criminals. So if you think about it, though, people are wanting to learn. Medicines wanted to advance. And there was grave robbing, and it was considered completely 100% okay. I don't if know if they left all their clothes and their valuables in behind. the ground, yeah. yeah they just took the body, so they had to undress them the whole nine yards. But they made a lot of money. I think all this boils down to money. It's like this Candace Scott, was she like... Yeah, that's the person who has no morals. Des- desperate for $4,000 for whatever reason. More than likely, she's just like, ooh, I want that Gucci purse. <laughs> I would like to think she's like not selling bodies for a Gucci purse. I, you know what? People have done way worse for way less. Man. True. I would like to hope to think that maybe she was just ignorant in the simple fact that selling body parts is illegal. Well, first but off, I, she stole them. She did. She did That's steal them. That's not hers to sell. But I did look up in the Pennsylvania statute what abuse of a corpse is because I was kind of like, okay, abuse of a corpse. It's not verbal. I, That's for sure. Yes. Because the corpses really don't care. You could cuss at them all day long and they're just like, hmm, whatever. They're gone. But I was curious because I only heard the term abuse of a corpse and like reading stuff on Ted Bundy and Dahmer and that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm like, define. Their, their abuse of a corpse was, ooh, hey, baby, what's up? Want some wine? That's yeah. Not the, that's what not what we're talking about here. So I was curious, like what defines it? And it's pretty broad. It said abuse of a corpse is defined as no person except as authorized by law, which would probably the mortuary, I'm guessing, by that comment, shall treat a human corpse in a way that the person knows would outrage reasonable family sensibilities or community sensibilities. This is one of those laws where it's not really a law. It's like hate speech kind of thing. I mean, there's some definable hate speech, but again, just because someone is a freaking offended doesn't mean it should be illegal. I'm not defending any of their no, actions, but either. it makes me wonder like, okay, that's pretty broad. You know, family sensibilities or community sensibilities. To some people, community sensibilities or family sensibilities, it may be okay to take the body and sell it and make it for something or dress it up and whatever or do whatever you want to do. But to other people, it's not shocking. So the laws, though I agree that I think, you know, selling is wrong. I could see I somebody I mean, defending I, that and using and saying that it's too broad. If, if I, I, you know, it's a, it's a fine line because where do you draw the line on freedom? Your relative died. The relative signs a paper saying, do whatever you want to with me, burn me, sell me, give me away, shoot me in the space. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. If the, the person that the bones belong to signs an affidavit in front of a notarized and an attorney why can't we it's their stuff but it did give examples in the stu- i did find some examples some examples of abuse of a corpse is improperly disposing of a body steal or sell yeah. human organs don't don't just dump it off the cliff or get or this, leave it in your neighbor's yard bury, which you know they may deserve it bury the body in the wrong plot really 
Yeah. Somebody was doing that. You know they were. I mean, busy mortuaries. Well, yeah, you put 15 people in one hole. And you charge 15 people for 15 holes, but you only do one hole and you just put tombstones up. No, I think it's like... I could see that happening. Grandma Smith getting mixed up with somebody else's Grandma Smith. But I could still see that happening, what I was saying. Well, yeah, but... People are greedy, man. Well... You know, I do know that like in the hospital, anybody that's got the same name, it's like, you know, name alert, name alert, this, that, and the other. I don't know if they have that same sort of thing. Oh, hell no. With people with common last names. I mean, do you put like in these big old, you know, I guess refrigerators that All they, they had back then was toe tags. Well, now I'm thinking like, do you like keep, make sure that this Smith is not next to the other Smith so you don't get it confused? And it's not like you can go ask them. Right, Open no. the drawer and say, hey, man, which one are you? Okay, cool. Thanks. And you don't want to ask your family members, is this your Smith? Because that would <laughs> that would not go wrong. Yo, so I got three Smiths in here right now. I got some pictures. <laughs> but can you just imagine the family members having to figure that out? Oh, my God. I never saw Grandma since she died. There's you, a picture. <laughs> but get this, though. In Pennsylvania, all of that is a misdemeanor of the second yeah. degree. And it's two years in prison upon conviction. And up to up to and that statute 5510 it's a state statute in pennsylvania but if he's got parts from 40 people is that 40 charges it would be because they're each one's a different course but you'd have to figure out where each of those parts belong to and, and well let, if they're labeled in the uams bag i don't think she put them in a uams bag and they, she, they had to be because when they take this stuff out, they have to label it to see well, who it is and whatever. I think they only figured this out because someone got a hold of their Facebook Messenger conversation, which seems somebody squealed. Mm. And somebody. Facebook could have squealed. I mean, they do monitor everything you do. True. I mean, it doesn't ever say who did it. It says, you know, an anonymous tip. But if you think about it, though, they she did it once and then she got caught because their Messenger conversation showed of a second shipment coming and they caught it. Wow. So. She's done it twice now. Twice. So, um,. I don't, I would like to think that she didn't literally, but I mean, come on, if you don't want to get caught. I don't caught, think the person that should go to jail is just Jeremy, dude. He accepted the transaction. They both should really get some sort of punishment. I know, but I mean, she should, she should have felonies. She should, it's easy for, it's easy to put her in jail because she stole and received $4,000 for body parts, right? Yes, four thousand. That's technically a felony, I think, or is it five thousand? That's a felony in Arkansas. I can't remember. They upped it. Not well, you have to think about it this way: How do you charge it? Is it in Arkansas or is it Pennsylvania? I guess you charge it here in Arkansas. I don't know. She stole. She literally took it from the premises of the mortuary mortuary services. So that's where that crime occurred. The other crime is him accepting it. Right. So that's really they both should be punished. But then, but mail fraud. Oh my God. They have this massive mail fraud charges if they really want to do it. I bet you we see that coming from the uh, U.S. prosecutor because the feds are involved, the FBI is involved. I bet you a dollar we see in the future a a mail fraud charge, and that can get you fifty. 50 years but what i could we i couldn't find this woman anywhere we I, oh like, yeah i would we think we found her but we can't be sure so we can't you know say. if i was her and knew this was busting i'd be removing myself from social media in a heartbeat because yeah. you know but i couldn't find anything on her i couldn't anything i on, on the internet of what she looked like where she worked i, I know, found, obviously know where she worked but i mean yeah. like anything about her was her charges was she arrested i found one woman that had a couple of friends at people at uams but they none of none of her employment issues or anything like that showed it's i couldn't figure i 
you know, it could be her. I'm guessing it's a good lead, but it's not. They're not really covering her. They're covering they, more. She should be the one that's covered, man. Maybe they're keeping it quiet. Maybe there's a bigger conspiracy going on. I it could be that the mortuary services were like, no, let's sell this stuff, make some money. That could, could be true. That could be true. The, we the, won't the, know for a while. The mortuary place, I couldn't find anything on the internet that said anything or anywhere. Facebook, I looked at all sorts of stuff. Twitter, I couldn't UAMS find UAMS made a comment. What did they say? Uh, how they're deeply saddened by the situation. Yeah. But and, the mortuary people were like unavailable for content comment. But you think about it. I mean, their employee did this. Their employee. I did look on their Facebook website and to see if maybe she was on there and found a picture of some gentlemen and stuff out there, you know, obviously advertising their business, but nothing specific. But if I was the owner of that place, I would be so embarrassed because yeah. this is like in CBS News, Fox News. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I guess I was interested in it because it's like, how did you mail this stuff? And this is Arkansas. We really don't want anything negatively, you know, coming back on this state because we already have enough negative press every well, now and then. We live in Northwest Arkansas, which yeah, is almost a- an entirely different world than the rest of the state. This is very true. And uh, we're we're very modern. We're about four or five years behind the rest of the United States as far as big cities are concerned with how we do things, what we do. Uh, media, signage, restaurants, all that stuff. So we're a little bit behind, but that's just because there's only about 800,000 people living within two, two and a half counties, basically. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the big corporations don't quite come out here as quickly as they do everything else. But you get down in the Little Rock, it's a big town. It's supposed to have everything, and it doesn't. It's We've got more stuff up here than Little Rock does. But, uh, you know... <sighs> It's weird because the the rest of the state is extremely poor. Yes, very poor. We have rice fields to the east. Well, to the southeast. Southeast, yeah. Um, and then it's just nothing but forestry and and re- hot springs is it's just hilly as hell. The, the Ozark Mountains up here between here and Mountain Home, uh, it's just between here and Jonesboro. It's it's bad you try to drive that there's there's no direct link between northwest arkansas and jonesboro the we, we're on the same latitude uh on the globe right you think you could just drive over but we can't because the hills are too steep and the rivers are too it's just crazy the the topography between north fayetteville arkansas and, and jonesboro so we have to drive to little rock and then up to jonesboro basically making the trip twice to get there once yeah, but this state's great for people for fishing and hunting and outdoor camping Yay. activities and things like I'm that. I'm so excited. Well, about it's beautiful that, that. here, though. You got to admit it's beautiful, especially eh, in, the, in the fall. I grew up here. It's just broccoli. Nothing but broccoli. It's trees. It's broccoli. It's just never-ending broccoli. That's what it looks like to me. It's pretty trees. Not really. But get this, though. Can you imagine the police department walking in after this tip that this guy supposedly got body parts? The guy who has to open that bucket. If it's open or if he even has a lid on it. You just walk it down to the basement, you know, and then he sees all these humans. What's he going to do with that? I mean, you just have to get a he's had a human heart in there, right? A heart, lungs, a trachea, a skin, a liver. Um, I could see, you know, you make lampshades out of the books out of the skin and stuff and sell it like that. People want that kind this of thing. This ain't again. Gein or Gein? Gein. He was a creepy dude. He's a whole other topic, guys. But no, people, I mean, if you have a book and if you're into that kind of stuff, this is a book made from human skin. 
you know, I, my, I would be worried about is I would want records of where all this stuff comes from. Because what if one of them was murdered? True. I didn't think about that. And then now you've got the body parts. And they say, you know, you have the, and you just happen to be in town the day they were murdered. You just have to have that stuff DNA tested. I mean, it's just but a yeah. liver, it's the liver sitting in a bucket. Unless you've got paperwork, I don't know how they can link it back. And a to bottle somebody. of Chianti? I hope not. Come on, it's a movie reference. I know, but I'm just like, oh. Come on, you got to roll with these strokes, man. Hey. <laughs> you got to roll with these jokes. He loves getting me, doesn't he? <laughs> but think about it, though. This poor guy's doing his job, and he looks down and he's like, oh, my God, there's like a liver in a bucket. I mean. At least it wasn't like Big John. I told her yesterday I have to work this joke in. Okay. Remember the joke? I think I might. Go ahead. This is a guy at the mortuary. Oh. Right? Yeah. This dude comes in. He's dead. He's like, interesting, interesting. And he goes he goes to embalm him, and the guy's got like this huge slog, the biggest one he's ever seen. He's like, he yells at the guy working with, come here, come here, come here, look at this. And he's like, holy crap, that's the biggest one I've ever seen. And he just takes a knife and whops it off. Puts it in a jar from Elderhide. It's like, wow. Puts a lid on it. Takes it home and he says, you won't believe what came through the mortuary tonight. He pulls it out, shows his wife, and his wife goes, oh my God, Big Bob's dead. <laughs> remember that. I remember that. But you know, speaking of things like that, you know, supposedly. Um, divorce. You know, Rasputin had his little penis in a jar. Supposedly that was a myth around Russia. But I don't know. I've. I don't, this whole thing sounds like something off of like a criminal minds kind of show or forensic well, files or something. I mean, think about it. I mean, the guy, if you guys have gone online and see him, he's a very interesting looking dude. He's got one half of his face tattooed. He's got implants in his head. Implants so he's got in his head. Spikes like coming spikes. out the top of his head. He's got those big rings in, in your ears. ears. Yeah. Uh, he's got like piercings in his lip. Teach their own. You can guarantee own. he's got piercings in other places that the normal folks who are like kind of sensitive in some areas of their body would be like, no, that it's going to hurt too bad. Well, it says he's like a, into that kind of thing. Like he would do that type of tattooing I, and body piercing yeah, and body, body art. Does that, doesn't he? Yeah, he did. I couldn't find if that's still a current thing or not. Probably. It's kind of. Got to be licensed for that. But he's got four grand to buy body parts. He's probably got money to Yeah, he's things. tattooing people up because it that that's all you know, that's all labor. There's no there's there's no real investment in your ink and stuff for stuff like that. So when they charge you thousand dollars for a tattoo, you're just paying for their artwork. Yeah, I just I can't get over that. And like what else is advertised on Messenger? I would like to go on there and find No, you wouldn't. I probably would never leave the house if that was the case. But <laughs> I would be curious, like, what other weird stuff for people I'm like sure ever? Get a prostitute on there for sure. Well, that's kind of yeah. That I could. Just I, message every chick in your phone book. Hey, I got twenty bucks. See which one responds. No, geez. that's not a good idea. But you can't exactly that. go into Messenger and be like, hey, just remember, your hey, mother is your friend on Facebook. Yes, exactly. But I don't know. I wonder what his mom thinks of this going, no, son, you really can't oh, be accepting probably, body parts. She's either in on it with him or, and says, oh, that's good, son. I really appreciate that. Or disowned, disowned him like crazy. You're um, either, you, I mean, think about it. As a mom, you have to be very supportive of this or don't ever talk to him again. I don't know. Okay. Is there a middle ground for that? 
I'm not a parent, so I have no I idea. guess if Alex was to come up to me like, hey, mom, or if I found out that he bought like, I don't know, a bunch of buckets of body parts, I would be like, okay, son, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it might be a legal thing. It did say, though, in some of the sources, he bought some of the parts legally yeah. and then some of them illegally. So yeah. my question is, and I couldn't really, I need to like try to find out how to research this. What makes them illegal and what makes them legal? Well, for one, if you have a skull that's been in the family for 150 years or longer, it's not, at that point, it's decoration, it's still def- defined as abuse of a corpse, if you I, think about it. I know, but... By I the mean, law. A normal person would think that, he's got this skull, he's weird, and he's going to sell it. Okay, it's been in the family for generations. I think normal person would be like, all right, yeah, go on. But to get a fresh one is different. Well, back in the day, people used to bury their people literally in their backyard in a wooden coffin. That's what I was saying. It's, that was considered it, normal. But normal. now, if you were to do that, that's considered abuse of a corpse. Well, you have to have the big, you know, now you have to have, uh, they have to dig a giant hole. It's not just a six foot by four foot by uh, six foot hole, right? Because you bury people six feet underground so they don't come back up, so they don't yeah. float to the top. Uh, but it, it doesn't work that way anymore. Now you've got to put a mausoleum, basically, a concrete, you have to put a a big concrete tub in the ground, then put the casket in the ground, then put a concrete top on it and seal it, then bury it. They don't, that's what you have to do now. I'm sure lots of places don't do that. No, that's every funeral I've been to in the past 15 years. That's the way it's done. But they won't let you do it otherwise. But, but the Jewish belief for some, for me, everyone else has a different opinion on this is, we don't want to be in a fancy coffin. We don't want to be in a coffin at all. Some of them are just buried in a shroud. Some of us are buried in a, a box. And other people have big extraordinary funerals. It it's, depends upon the person. I think they'll let belief. you do that if you can prove the religion point aspect of it. But if you're a Baptist, no. You get, you're, getting a, you're, you're getting a concrete box. Hmm. You know? And maybe that's another thing we could talk about is, you know, I'm curious about this. Maybe we can actually find a mortician to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure curious. one of them, one of these weirdos would tell us, Dr. I'm I'm just these cu- people, these very nice people who I want to talk on my podcast, so I'll call weird afterwards. They would talk to us. I mean, because I'm curious <laughs> because, you know, back in the day, Sorry. before people really understood medicine, they would bury them alive. They didn't understand coma. They didn't understand illness. For whom the bell, bell tolls. tolls. Yeah. And they used to have these fancy things where they would have bells upon, you know, the lovely headstones and things like that or tubes for them to breathe or things like that. Yeah, they have a bell on a string and if you weren't dead, it was in the coffin. And you'd ring it. And, and if you'd find that string, you ding and ding and ding and ding and they come and dig you up as soon as they could. Can you imagine? I would be curious to know how many of that actually turned around. I bet did, you it worked something. We didn't understand about coma or... Well, they didn't know how to take blood pressure or even that you had a heartbeat. They didn't know. They didn't know how to check for that stuff. I mean, I'm, they could, it seems pretty obvious to us, but it wouldn't. You can listen to that kind of stuff, but then again, you can still get a pretty faint heartbeat unless you know where you know where you. Well, if there's somebody who's, uh, if you get sick enough, your heart can slow to nothing. True. And and it won't beat very hard if your blood pressure's through the floor, but you're still alive. You're not going to hear that heart. But I don't know. I mean. Bub, bub, bub. Bub, bub. That's pretty, you know, it's pretty obvious through a stethoscope. Even if you put your ear to it. 
Edward Ed, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. That heart followed him around forever. Remember? No. Poe, 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 Poe. Tell tell heart. It's been a while since I've read Poe. <sighs> I like Poe, you know. I like Poe. I like Poe. <laughs> but, you know, I just can't get he over killed the- that guy. Huh? He killed that guy. And so because he, fe- he he wasn't, he didn't feel guilty about it. But then he did. And all he ever heard was the heart beating. Well, Poe was going to make the scare the shit out of people. Well, because it was really his subconscious. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a ghost. It was his subconscious telling him what you did was bad until he finally, you know, did his, did what he did. But Poe was very creative, except he drank himself to death. No, he like, used heroin and yeah, he used all that stuff. Well, that was he the was thing. a heroin addict. Well, that was the thing back in the day to go. Oh chase yeah, morphine. The well, it wasn't heroin. It was morphine. He was a morphine addict. Well, they didn't understand that you can't put morphine in Coca Cola, and they used to think morphine was secure for any type of middle aged <laughs> woman in <laughs> hysteria. Well, and, co- and, and ca- uh, cocaine also as well. Yeah. Freud loved it so much he got hooked on it. They didn't understand. I mean, that morphine's great and all, but you do eventually get a tolerance and an addiction for it. So <sighs> now we just have addictions and tolerance for other things now. Mine's, you know, carnal knowledge mostly. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> so, I would like to go see more about this museum that supposedly his paintings are in. What is the museum? Uh, let's see. Let me look it up here. I have a ton of notes, guys. I went a little nuts on this thing. Yeah, she's been very interested in it. I don't know why. I guess it's like in our backyard, and I'm like, what the heck? Well, it, it's just somebody being greedy and being selfish and and narcissistic and if they thought about it for not thinking about it if they thought about it for two seconds this woman would have never sold body parts guaranteed but you have to also sit there and look at the other coin of yes it's considered probably inappropriate and it is but if you want to play devil's advocate here maybe to them in their mind there's nothing wrong with having a skull on the kitchen counter or whatever well no i mean goth you remember the goth yeah i remember goth i got Tons of friends were like that. What was the museum of what? It was the Museum of Death in New Orleans. New Orleans. We should go there. That would be cool. NOLA Museum of Death in Hollywood in New Orleans. But if you think about it, though, I mean, if you want to play devil's advocate here, you've passed on. You donated your body to science. Your family relinquished your body. You're supposed to be cremated because that's the moral thing to do. But... They don't allow you to take any pictures inside of it. But do your parts really belong to anybody anymore after that? I would say yes, but that's just me. But what are you going to do with all those body parts? I mean, really, if you're going to resell them, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to stick them in your jars and just have them around your house all day long? Well, remember that meme of the little young little girl running that they, everybody had running from uh, Oprah for a long time? No. The little girl in the in the yellow raincoat. Remember, I've sent it to you. She's got a bone in her oh, hand. Oh, yeah, I yeah. found this humorous. Found this humorous, yeah. yeah. So that's what you do with those kind of things. But, I mean, it shows on his website he's got bags of teeth and femurs and different I, bones. I, I and it says in there, I got some new medical bones to dig through. It's like. I don't understand why people have that fascination. 
It's because it's taboo and it's macabre and it's creepy and they like to be on the fringes of society. And there's nothing wrong with being on the fringes of society as long as you're not hurting other people. But then my thought is you got to define that. We're going to need to find somebody to talk about it. We need to get somebody on there who understands, who has a, has a definable uh, aspect of what's going on that they can explain us to us. The, the, I kind of get it. I mean, I, I do kind of get it. But it's like one of those dark places that I don't want to go in my psyche because I've decided already that it's inappropriate and I don't want to be that person. I've already decided it. But I do understand exactly, or not ex- completely exactly, but for the most part what they're thinking and what they're feeling when they're doing this crap. Um, it but makes he- you feel dominant. It makes you feel like you have something on the other person just as in general when you talk to people. It makes you feel like you're you're super powerful, like you have control over your life because you're alive, they're not kind of thing. And uh, But to get, you know, to each person it's going to be different. It's never going to be... It's, you're never going to find a definitive outline of a personality type that likes to do this. But to play, to play devil's advocate here, was he really hurting anybody? Well, yeah, he it was could making. A, he was making. A, he's making money, and that's. I don't. I don't condone what this guy did. Okay, yeah. guys, but I'm just trying to say, it's okay to be different. It's okay to like that kind of stuff. It's okay to be to go to these uh, wonder camer type places and things like that, and look at that website, but. If you're not really hurting anybody, I guess as a society, are we afraid of that people are going to get a big shovel and try to go out there and dig up grandma and make money? I mean, is that why this is such a taboo topic? Um, the, the problem that you have is, in my opinion, is that we're not considering at this point once somebody is dead we're not considering that person that was alive what was their opinion of this would they want this true people most probably don't think about that because they think they're not here they no longer have a soul or claim to that well some of these people don't believe the soul exists so there's that but let's not worry about that as much as the fact that these were humans they had a choice in their life to eat bread or to eat rice and for the most part you get what i'm saying they yeah. had a choice to get a driver's license they had a choice to pick up a you know pick up a pencil or use a pen and i don't think it's fair to them to after they're dead just steal their shit and be exploited and basically exploiting them um now is that saying it shouldn't be done no that's saying that when you die if you want some bone collector goofball that likes this kind of weird stuff i guess donate yourself to him yeah put in there get it i think it should be something that as allowable uh and not illegal as long as the person says yes you can have it but it's doubly legal if you go and grab somebody's bones who didn't give you permission makes sense yeah and put you we can now put a dna profile with this you know, all they got to do is take a DNA test, which I took one. You took one. We have our DNA profile available. Yeah, on Ancestry. Yeah. Well, you can download that. I've got mine. Uh, so, and you stick that on your, take your DNA profile, put it in your last will and testament saying, I give this to this dude. 
And that way they can test the bones and find out if anybody, you know, and they make a claim, oh, he's stealing shit, then you could test the bones. No, it was in here. Here's their DNA profile. It's in the will. If you think about that, say you do that, okay? Say I want to donate my body to yeah. Mr. Jones down the road, okay, and he, I die, and he goes to Mr. Jones down the road. Is it really okay to, like, I guess at that point you relinquish all rights, and if he wants yeah. to stuff you and stick you on the mantle, I guess that's your choice. Yeah. it's. I mean, if you're giving it to him, you're selling it to him, he gives you, you 5000 bucks ahead of time. That's just crazy to me. I mean, why not? I guess you have the right to do whatever you want. But we don't, because that's actually not legal right now. You, 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 you can't do that. You can't make that transaction at the moment. You can't sell anything. I mean... I think it should be legal. I think in, as long as it's controllable and trackable, it should be legal. And there's no reason for it not to be. Well, I mean, I guess we have live donor situations in kidneys where you're voluntarily yeah. giving up your kidney. But you're still breathing. You can make that choice. But I want, what do you want to do with all this stuff? Is what I don't get. Like, do you want to display like a whole human body in jars in your house? I guess if you're into that kind of stuff. Well, let's say you're an experimental doctor and you need, and you're osteo doctor, right? That's osteo. Yeah, you're a do. A, forget yeah. what do stands for. Medical doctor and a doctorate of. Bones, basically. Well, it's a different type of MD. They can still practice yeah. like everything, but they, they have a different scope of how they learn, yeah. a different facility. And Then he would need those. He would need fresh ones. Well, go to a university with research. Well, I know, but well, it, I, I don't have a problem with a dude doing his own as long as he gets the materials through you know legal ways and, and, and non-reprehensible ways. That's fine with me. I don't care. But what gets me is this... This guy, you know, what does he do with the stuff he doesn't want to use? Does he just stick it out in the trash or does he dispose yep. of it properly? You think about that being the trash man coming up. They, to trash Mr. guys have no idea. To Mr. Polly's house and you're picking up the trash and you see like a femur that's broken sticking out of his trash. I, I mean, doubt he would give that femur up. He would like put it in a lampshade or something. I doubt the, the well, you talking about the trash guy or talking no, about talking Mr. Polly? Talking about Jeremy. Jeremy Polly. He can't keep everything. I imagine he, he said, I got to sort through these medical bones. I'm, yeah. You know, like, what do you do with the rest of it? Do you dispose of it properly? Do you bury it? What did he do? I couldn't find anything on what they're going to do with all this stuff. I would imagine if it's anything like human waste, they're going to probably use it for a trial. And after that, are you required to keep it for a amount of time in yeah. case he appeals? Yeah. I would you imagine are now. You're acquired for, I don't know, every 50 state. 50 years ago, you didn't have to. For, every state's differently for how long they want to keep certain type of evidence. But or what, do you, what do you do then? You preserve it in formaldehyde? These poor police departments got like yeah. all these jars of Well, they got parts. to keep cocaine for like 20 years. So. Yeah, what are you going to do with all this stuff? It piles up after a while. Yeah, what's he going to do with it? Is he like cremating it in the backyard like some beginning of a horror film? I think you just document it and go on for the cops. But. Just take pictures of it, DNA samples. I mean, you got all the information you can get out of it anyway. But the families. That's the problem that I have is that these people did not, they did not say it was okay to hang my teeth around your neck on a necklace. But think about it. Poor UAMS who relies upon donations for the medical students. Yeah. 
they're probably not going to have a lot of people want to still donate to them. And this really affects how doctors learn. Because your first year of medical school, I think one of your first semesters is you're in anatomy class where you're in there with a cadaver the whole semester. you got to cut them up. And look. Look and learn. and, and There's that no other of, way to do it. Really. Really I mean, no you, other, could, you could do it virtually now, I guess. I mean, it's not virtual, this, virtual reality. I mean, so. I don't know. I, I could talk to some of the people at the hospital and ask them how their first year of medical school was and if they feel like they could do it virtually. I mean, technology is amazing where you could do 3D models, but yeah. I've heard surgeons... If you're not going to be a surgeon, I don't think it really should matter that much. But I've listened to surgeons explain it's it's how something feels yeah. and how something looks. No, a surgeon definitely needs to cut somebody open who's not going to die you know, from that cut. Something necrotic is something... Yeah. Look, I mean, they're very studious to the feel and touch and how everything is. I agree with that. They should be they should be cutting on dead people but all day long. But is this going to affect how our future physicians probably are able to be taught. No, I don't think it's going to be that big a deal because it'll go away in a little while and people will forget about it for the next catastrophe or the next high-profile thing or the next interesting thing. Only people like you and I remember this stuff forever. We're the only ones that log it and remember it 10 years later. Everybody else just moves on. I guess because I like to learn stuff and find stuff interesting. And I remember every freaking thing and it's annoying. Oh, this is true. You do remember everything. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? But it's, this whole thing brings up a lot of morality of like the laws behind donating things to science. Is your... I think we should just once let UA, it happen more. UAMS turns it over to the mortuary. Do they have like some laws that say they have to cremate it? Yes. I, would I think have, there is a... I think there's an... There's a probably a law that will allow you AMS to cut on people who are dead that has to be cremated. Yeah, because out of respect. But what my thing is, when I was trying to look up this Candace person, I was trying to see, okay, she works in the mortuary. What does she do? Is she like the receptionist? Is she like yeah. uh, a coroner? She obviously had to have access to the... Coroner's assistant? I mean, what does she do to have such access to all so that stuff? So you were a coroner's assistant. Way back in the day, yes. But that's... Coroner's assistant's different than mortuary work, though. Well... I just helped basically like weigh organs and help with autopsies and things like that. It's a job to get through nursing school, but big Bob. Yeah. No, no. Like, <laughs> but I really, mean, that I, look on your face makes me wonder. Whatever. <laughs> big Bob. There was none of that going on. It was very professional. What? Well, look at here. <laughs> but it was kind of like, I was trying to see, like, is she a coroner's assistant? Does she hold a license? Who is this girl? And I could find nothing on her. She obviously has no licensing because you would be able to find her. I don't know. We looked up on the nurse's registry and She's not a nurse that I could find. Because I was curious. I was like, not that I want to harass this poor woman. I would just... I would like to truly believe that she might she might be a good person who is a bad situation and needed the money that's and didn't know how to at. do it, or she could be the opposite. And then nine times out of ten, you know that if a person's a good person, they're not stealing. Nine times out of ten, yeah. And if they're a bad person, they're just doing whatever they can. I'm just going to get me some cash and go down and get me a new Apple phone and a Gucci bag. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not. I, I, some of the biggest jerks I've ever met people I went to school with and, and that's what they do sometimes. They just, I don't care. I just need some money, man. Yeah, and I just, makes me wonder, how long was she doing this? And was she doing has it? Has she done it before? She's done she it done at least it? one time before. So is it one of those desperation things where she thinks, hmm, you know. Or she just wanted an iPad. They're, they're, they're done with bare this. bare minerals makeup. 
Or, I don't know, maybe she's in charge of the cremation. And she's just like, you know, I really don't want to do this because cremation's not exactly a, a fun job. And It's a little honestly, warm. It's it a little to, warm. You know, we're shorts. 20, you know, all but, under. you know, maybe she's like, hmm, this really doesn't belong to anybody and doesn't really understand the law yeah. and just decided she was going to make a couple bucks. Well, that's by- pretty selfish. It's extremely selfish to be that way. What, just not want to do her job? No, it didn't belong to anybody. I agree. That's not true. It does belong to somebody. Some people, though, don't hold morals. Or they haven't been taught ethics. True. I mean, morals to understand that that belonged to a human, but maybe they're just so disassociated with the fact that all they're looking at is a liver, that that liver belonged to someone. Yeah, because we don't have to cut up our own meat anymore. We buy it already cut up at the store. We don't have to. We're not decent. Maybe she's, I mean, who knows? And that type of job, I would imagine, like, it is sometimes in nursing. And don't get me wrong, you get kind of desensitized. Yeah. Well, guess the cops end up being bad sometimes as they get desensitized. And they're like, look, you're going to do what I tell you. And it's because they're tired of having to deal with idiots all day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I don't know. I've just wanted to know more about her to know if it was just something that was sinister or if it was something that she just legitimately she felt she had no choice. Maybe. I mean, sometimes some people who steal, and that's what they feel. It's like it's like if you've ever taken something you really value to the pawn shop and pawned it and paid it back over time and got it back, you're just doing what you got to do, man. Yeah, you got to do what you do to survive. And I mean... Some people just pawn it and walk away because they just think of it as selling it and they don't have to deal with it no more. And that's not, that's not a moral or ethical stance. But if you pay it off and go pick it back up, you don't have a choice. I mean, times have been tough with the economy and things like that lately that, I mean, I'm not going to say that. I would just, I guess, like to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe I sound like Mulder off the X-Files. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just curious about her. So not to stalk her, but I would like to just ask her, hey, why did you do it? You know? So you got to close it? I got to close it. You got to close it. Oh, wow. We're already in an hour? Yeah. Close enough. We're at 50 minutes. Oh, wow. An hour goes My by. My neck hurts. Yes, poor guy. His neck's been hurting him. All week. So, I couldn't even pick stuff up yesterday, or Friday. So we're open to whatever topics that you guys found interesting. We just decided to talk about this one because I thought it was interesting. So this is not only about things Paul wants to know. This that's things right. I want to know. She's I, like, oh, that's so sweet. You let me. I'm like, with her, mama. it's not just about me. You're doing this too. I was just curious because this is in our backyard and... What happened and has this happened before? And there's so many unanswered questions that I'd be curious to see how this case evolves over the next couple of weeks and months. Well, he's just a dude thinking he's doing his job and and really he should be able to do it, but there should be a legal way for him to do it instead of having to go on the black market because you know he's done this before. Yes. He, he He pulled the trigger so fast on her the first time that he's done this before. Well, I want to know is what defines it legally and illegally. I couldn't find really any information to truly define that. Well, that's why there needs to be a, a certain set of laws that are ready to go. But Pennsylvania may have different laws than Arkansas, so, you know. I'm well, trying. and the feds are involved, too. That's because, I guess, they're, uh, the FBI is involved because it's an interstate. Interstate. Intrastate? No, interstate crime. Interstate crime, yeah. Yeah, intrastate is I steal from Bill in the next town over. <laughs> or the next county over, because then it becomes a state problem, because the counties can't enforce each other's laws. This is true. So the states can't enforce each other's laws, so it becomes an FBI problem. Remember the 1920s, all the bank robbers? Oh, yeah. That's why the FBI had to come around, because the guys would rob the bank and then leave the state, and there's nothing anybody could do about it. So they got the FBI and 
Started throwing people in jail. Yep. Got to keep all money safe. So guys out there who's listening, all our listeners, please email us and let us know what you Paul would like. Paul G at paulgnewton.com. Yes. Email. Let us know what you're curious. Let us know what you want to know. And maybe, I don't know, I'll see if I could get a interview set up with a mortician. I'm curious. I have a lot of questions. Oh, I'm sure we can do that. I know. I got a lot of friends who are morticians. I just, I'm curious. Got questions. Uh, we're hopefully going to be able to talk to somebody about cowboys, right? Oh, Marshall Mitchell, we're going to talk about the Old West myth versus reality. Okay, interesting. And there are several other topics. With that, oh, the Crescent Hotel. Yeah, one yeah, of I my got to get a hold of that guy again. I have a story to tell you about the Crescent Hotel on that one about a personal. Got to save it for the podcast. I'll Can save it for right the now. podcast. We're a personal. About body parts. You know, it's kind of spooky. It's along the same lines. The guy was in that that oh, in that hotel used to be a hospital. He did creepy bad things. Uh, okay. More to follow on that, guys. Creepy bad things. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for listening. So very guys, much. Guys, what about the girls? And girls too. Guys, girls, everybody. <laughs> Whatever you define yourself, we love you and thank yeah, you for listening. Yeah, send me an email, paulg at paulgnewton.com and we'll be able to get uh, the next thing set up for you. We we enjoy doing this. It's just a screwing around mostly and I enjoy hanging out with Andrea. You thank know. you. I enjoy hanging out with you. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's going to listen if we get all mushy. This is true. Yeah. Well, they might. I mean, you never know. People <laughs> are weird. I mean, they buy body parts. So. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess we'll see you later. Talk to you later. This is things I want to know. And in this case, things Andrew wanted to know. And if we we thought about calling this guy at the jail and see if we can get him on the phone. I tried, but they won't let me call. Oh, won't let me talk to him. That sucks. That'd be cool. I tried. We'd have to pay for the phone call, though. It's That's been fine. like 20 bucks. I tried. They right. wouldn't let me talk to him. Oh, well. When did you try doing that? When you were waiting um, to go inside one of the places I was sitting in the car, I was trying to get a hold of the jail, and they said that he's no longer accepting calls unless you're on his phone list. And I was like, can I get on his phone list? And they hung up on me. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to talk to him. Well, you know, he's got Fox, NBC, CBS. He's probably had enough people bug him. So yeah, He's, he's going to sell the story. You know he's going to. He's well, going to sell the story to somebody. His lawyer probably told him not to talk to anybody because anything that's recorded and stuff can be used in his court case. So I get it. I truly get it. But hopefully we can still keep trying and maybe talk to him. That'd be cool. All right. I guess we will talk later. Right? Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.